Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to my podcast. I am Haley Helveston, your guide to love. This podcast is all about holistic health, sacred sexuality, and spirituality. I'm here with Lily Nicole, and she is an inner child coach. Welcome. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I'm very excited to have you too, because people's inner child, like they, you know, we completely forget about them, you know, and they need more love now than ever. They really do. It's funny. I was actually just looking at your Instagram before we hopped on and you had written a little something about connecting with your inner child and how she likes to lay in the grass and play outside. And I thought that was so sweet. And I, I love when people are aware enough of the fact that that's a part of us and someone that we have to like nurture and love. So I think it's really cool that, um, you're bringing that into work with what you do and the sexuality and all of the pieces. Mm, thank you. Yeah, I think that that's so important too. You know what? That's so funny because then, of course, we ended up doing this video, how that happened, because I was just kind of feeling how people completely, because I've been seeing this post where, I'm sure you've seen it too, where people are like, man, during this time period, you really need to be productive. And if you don't come out of this period, I have written three books and um, have a six pack, like you're basically failing. And so I think it's so important to honor wherever people are at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that that actually, like you say, you're, you're saying how during this like pandemic, right, everyone's, there's this pressure that since we're home and we have the time, we should be productive and we should be doing more. And I think that that's kind of a general thought even before all of this came into play, right? It was like, mm -hmm. if I'm not being productive, I'm not worthy. If I'm not accomplishing something like that makes me, like society will deem as successful, then I'm not worthy. But then we take away all of the time for play, all the time for like connecting to ourselves at a deeper level and doing that healing work because that's not viewed by, you know, society at large as success. And it makes people miserable. Like that's what's stressing us all out all the time because we're, we've lost this connection with the piece of ourselves that's here to play and to enjoy and to um, feel pleasure. Yes. And that goes right with everything I'm about, because mm -hmm. I totally agree with you on that. I was just speaking to a woman before we got on the phone, on the video, and she was like, you know what? I don't miss driving around Atlanta going to meetings, because she's a sales rep, so going to different uh, meetings all over the city, and she was like, I don't miss sitting in traffic driving around. And I was like, well, start keeping track of what you don't miss so that you don't have to go back to that. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so good to like honor that within you and not judge it as something wrong. Right. I think a lot of people right now are kind of sitting at home like, hmm, I don't hate everything about this. Right. And then there's that, that guilt and that, you know, shame or that should I be feeling this way? Um, and there's no should I or shouldn't I when it comes to having an emotion. I mean, our feelings are signals to us. So if you're noticing a feeling or emotion come up in you, like what I like to say for people in dealing with emotions is just observe it, right? Kind of take a bird's eye view from it, pull yourself out of feeling the emotion and just say, hmm, it's interesting that I am enjoying this. It's interesting that I am feeling, you know, this way about this situation and just ask yourself what that could mean right? Because it's a signal to you to be doing something more. So maybe it's a signal from your inner child, like, God damn it, woman, we need to like have a little bit more fun, right? And then you can accept that and take that. And even moving on from all of this, when we go back to quote unquote normal, right? What can you bring from this time period now into your normal everyday life? Yes. And one big takeaway that I've noticed for people, and this is a great thing, I'm sure, I don't know if you've noticed this in California, 
is people, I'm looking at my balcony, I'm always seeing people walking around. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, and everyone's waving, right? Like we move away from each other when we're walking, but you get like a wave and a smile because there's that, that connection that we kind of lost. Um, and it's coming back now because we're all like, I am feeling a little lonely. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah, yeah really. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you. Okay, so how can people, because one thing that I'm, I'm thinking is people all of a sudden realize what they don't like. They mm-hmm. love, they start loving this period. And then all of a sudden they go back to the hyper-masculine, go, 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 mm-hmm. chug my coffee and live a life that I actually don't like. Right. Well, so there's a few pieces to that, right? It's a, like you said, like taking note and of what you do enjoy about what's happening right now, maybe keeping it in a journal, even if it's, I'm a big, like, huge journaler. I believe that everyone should journal, even if they're just writing a sentence a day, because it helps you get to know yourself on this deeper level. It's like the place where you can be really honest. Um, But even if you just start bullet pointing, like today, I realized I enjoyed this. Today, I realized I hated this because there are going to be things about this that we hate too, right? Like I really don't love that I can't go to the coffee shop and sit there and do my work or you know, do some writing. Um, so just make mm-hmm. note of that so that you can recognize what it is that you do really love and what you don't and work on carrying some of that into your life when, you know, if you, when things do go back to that normalcy, right. And back into that hustle and that intense, um, lifestyle. But another thing is this will has the potential since we have a lot more time to kind of sit and think to bring up more like traumas and wounds and memories of things within us. And it's a inner child work at the same time as allowing us to be playful. It gives us a really huge opportunity to heal. And I think right now, right, as a collective, all of our fears are coming to the surface. And there's, if you have like abandonment issues from childhood or which most people do, even if it wasn't a huge severe, like my dad left when I was two and I never saw him again, right? There are things like dad went to work. He didn't really get to eat dinner with us. And I, my inner child felt sad about it or, you know, felt abandoned by it. So a lot of those wounds can kind of bubble to the surface. And taking right now is the opportunity to acknowledge those and love that part of you and send love to that part of you can heal a lot of things that might have been really buried beneath the surface because you didn't have time to even recognize them until now. Mm, You're right. And I think that's even more important is listening to those, uh, to the inner dialogue and the feelings and the emotions and the beliefs that you've been suppressing for so long. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. I mean, I, a lot of my work is with people and with emotions, right? And people come to me and they want to like manifest like the most wonderful life because a part of my story is that, you know, I, I used to be a teacher before I started my coaching business. I quit my, co- my uh, teaching career well before I was making enough money to like sustain myself in coaching. But then last year I had a six figure year in my business, right? Because I just took those steps and brought in what I wanted. Um, Same thing. Like I made a huge jump from moving from New Jersey to San Diego just in January. And I literally at the time moved into an Airbnb because I didn't have anywhere to go. I was just like, I'm making the decision and I'm going. So very often clients will come to me wanting to take these jumps, make these big steps, right? Manifest the life of their dreams. And I think a lot of manifestation and work like that is taught through affirmations and positive thinking and, you know, um, you know, angel cards and crystals. And I do all of that. And I love all of that. However, it doesn't do what it is supposed to do 
unless you've healed what's already inside because there's not room for all of that to kind of like come on top. So I always envision it as like all of our, it's like all of our shit, right? All the things that we've carried with us through our lives that have turned into our beliefs, which lead to how we make decisions, um, how we show up, how we act, what we think, what takes up space in our brain. All of that is just kind of like in our bodies. And if we ignore it and pretend it's not there and try to just cover it up with like positive vibes, it's just getting pushed further down. And I imagine it like festering and molding down there, right? Getting like dirtier and more harmful. But if we take the time to look at it and heal it, and in order to heal it, we have to look at it. We can't just cover it up with positive vibes, right? I always say like a doctor cannot stitch up a wound with a blindfold on. He has to see what he's looking at and then he can heal it. So we have to see what our wounds are. And our subconscious mind is really good at protecting us from seeing those wounds. So now that we're in this state and this period of time where collectively we all have more time and more emotions coming up to to see those wounds, it's an opportunity to look at it, like I said, observe it with just interest and curiosity and hmm, I wonder what that's about. And a really good first step is just saying, when have I felt this way before, right? If you feel really lonely or you feel really abandoned or you feel really bored, like what was a time in my childhood that I maybe had this similar thought and feeling? And then you can start to do some of the inner child work and connecting with that version of you and making her feel less alone so that the feeling and emotion now can be a more positive one. Mm, I love that. Yeah, because I heard the dating apps were like spiking up with people on them. Oh my, I'm on a dating app. So, oh my gosh, I can tell. (laughs) Yeah, I'm on one too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, really. I got on one in January and a little bit at the beginning of this. And then I got off because I thought, you know, oh, are people just on it to be lonely? Is it going to, is it really, am I going to form a true connection? Mm -hmm. Um, But then I also liked how you said, oh, okay. So when you're feeling lonely, really go back to, you know, don't judge the emotion. Say, mm-hmm. okay, when, when did I feel this when I was a kid? Mm-hmm. That's such a great example because that really is like the exact example of what we do, right? You feel lonely mm-hmm. and instead of trying to heal it, you try to fill the void. So it's get on a dating app, have five minutes, like, okay, dating apps are great. I've met great people on there. But generally when we jump on because we're lonely and bored, we're just having a million of the same boring ass conversations. Yeah. How are you? That void, right. <laughs> and it doesn't work. And then we delete the app because we're like, well, this is not giving me what I needed. And it's because the root cause of the feeling and the emotion is still inside of you. And no matter what you try to cover it up with, it's not going to make it better until you address that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, okay. So how do people address this though? You said journaling, what else? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So journaling is great. And I, I know it sounds so simple, but then the question I always get from people is like, okay, well, where do I start with journaling? Right. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the best like techniques that I um, have that I can share just for everyone to do right now is like, if you think of an emotion that comes up in you often, right? Loneliness, boredom, anxiety, um, stress, whatever it is, instead of immediately trying to shut it off and reframe it and think, okay, no, I can have a better feeling. Let me turn this off. Let that feeling build and honor it inside of you, right? Because it needs to be felt in order to come out. Even though it's, you know, quote unquote negative, it needs to 
it has a purpose. And if we ignore it, it's going to only get louder and louder. I always explain it. It's like, a, right, it's your inner child, right? All these negative feelings are your inner child trying to get your attention. And if you think of a kid, I used to be a kindergarten teacher, if they want your attention and you're not paying attention, like at first they start like slowly, but then they're like smacking you like, hello, pay attention to me. So that's mm -hmm. what happens when we, then we have a panic attack or an anxiety attack or these things bubble over the surface, right? So if you pay, if you turn and you look at that child and you say, okay, what can I do for you? Then you can start to move towards a solution. So if you allow that feeling that you're feeling to build up inside of you, right? Usually I'll close my eyes and then notice where it comes up in your body. Is it in your heart, uh, your chest and your stomach, maybe in your throat, um, like a lightheaded feeling in your head, or it could be literally anywhere. It doesn't matter where it is. Just notice where that feeling is. Start to pay attention and, you know, almost describe to yourself in your head how it feels. Does it feel like a knots? Does it feel like tension? Does it feel, you know, like lightheadedness? Does it feel like a really fast beating heart? And just really notice and allow that feeling to build and then move your attention towards that area in your body and ask yourself, okay, what version of me is in there right now? So let's say that feeling is in your chest. It's like a tight feeling and your heart's beating really fast. And you just ask your unconscious mind, what version of me is in there right now? I'm always like, what little Lily is in there right now who needs my attention, right? And maybe it's seven-year-old you, maybe it's 15-year-old you or 21-year-old you. And then just trust what comes through. You might feel like you're making it up and that's perfectly okay, right? And you just say, okay, now what does she need to hear right now? And then I deliver those messages to her. And I say, you know, usually what comes through is you are safe, you are protected, I love you. I always make sure to say I love you because that's the ultimate thing that we're really looking for is to feel loved and safe and nurtured. Um, but if there's any lessons that are just like allowing what comes through to come through and be delivered to that spot in your body, and then it all starts to calm down. And another thing you can do if you have trouble with that, because some people like visualizing that is a little bit difficult, you can just picture that version of you in front of you. Like if you close your eyes and imagine the seven-year-old version of you in front of you, what would you tell her? What does she need to hear? Does she need a hug? Right? And envision all of that and, and do all of that. And then if you want to journal on the experience afterwards, that's great. Um, but that in, its, in and of itself will really help you get to just applying some light healing that you can do on your own without going into like the trenches. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Cause that's, you know, I was just thinking about that so much today about how people, I hope they're giving themselves like, I'm doing a good job. You know? Yeah. It's during all this going on because people need that. We really do. And people deserve it, right? Like it's mm -hmm. okay to feel however we feel and we're all in this situation for a reason, no, you know, and it's going to be a million billion different reasons, right? Because we're all in this together as a collective. Um, but it's also an individual experience. And so if you see mm -hmm. someone out there like crushing it and they're like making all this money and they're doing all these things and they're getting the six pack, like, okay, that's great. And that's their journey, right? We don't have to judge it and say that they're wrong for overworking, but we don't have to judge ourselves and say, you know, we're wrong for acting and showing up however we do as well. Mm -hmm. I agree. And it's, it's different to me, depending on the day. So. Mm -hmm. It totally is. That's very true. Um, like some days you'll wake up like really motivated and then it's the same thing. Just not judging yourself if tomorrow you wake up and you're like, well, I had all these plans and 
F that. I don't want to do it. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Really. Okay. So where, what takeaway would you want to leave people with? I would say, um, like just a few of the basic things that I've already said, like honor yourself. And like you said, where you're at, honor where you are right now in this moment, um, get rid of the comparison because we're all here on different journeys and people are accomplishing different things for different reasons. Um, and give that love to yourself, like make the decision and the commitment to show up for you. And if you feel like you can't do it for you, do it for that, you know, four or five year old version of you. Just picture her in your mind and how worthy she is of love and happiness and um, all of the good feelings. Apply that to her and give that to her and you'll start to notice a difference in how you feel and show up in your adult life. Mm, Love it. Yes. Yeah. The inner little you needs so much love. Mm -hmm. And she's showing up by the way, like in your dating life, in your sex Mm -hmm. life, she's running the show until Mm -hmm. you give her what she needs, right? She's Mm. making all those decisions for you. And I don't want a seven-year-old running my dating life. I just don't. (laughs) But really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? (laughs) True. Okay. So where can everybody find you? Um, okay. So I'm mostly on Instagram at Lily Nicole coaching. I'm there a lot. I also have a podcast called the bold bodied podcast and you can find me on Facebook in my group. It's called hashtag no filter with Lily Nicole. Ooh, love the name. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and everybody be sure to comment below. Let us know your thoughts or DM either of us. I love hearing the feedback from the podcast mm-hmm. and be sure to subscribe. Thank you. Thank you.